Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, tremendous win um, against Clemson. Um, that albatross is finally off our backs, off our necks. Um, and I, I really can't put into words what it means to, to, to finally get a win over those guys. Um, I mean, they had seven, I don't know if it was seven or eight straight wins on us. We haven't beaten them since 2014. Um, so it was tremendous to get that win. Um, I love, I love when Dabo loses. I love when the camera, when they put the camera on Dabo and it shows him when he's about to lose. It's just like the most excruciating face that you can have when you lose, um, so I don't feel sorry for Clemson. They've got tremendous talent on that team. They've got, what, 30, 40, four stars on that team. I don't feel sorry for them. So they're, they're, they'll, they'll get their stuff corrected one way or another. And they'll, they'll be sitting at 9, 10 wins by the end of the season. So I'm not, I don't care about Clemson. I don't feel sorry for Clemson. Florida State, um, Darius Washington at right tackle or any tackle position, to me, he's out of position. He doesn't have the athletic ability, in my opinion, to go up against an Xavier Thomas. Xavier Thomas was eating him for lunch. And I just think it's a total mismatch. Darius Washington will go to the NFL. Okay? He will play either guard or center and he will be very good at that at those positions. He will not play tackle at the NFL I'm in the, at the NFL level. I'll just say that right now. Okay? And I understand he's one of the most versatile um offensive linemen that you have in that stable and you have to you know use him to to help your team, but I I just think and this is this is going back to the Willie Tacker era. He's never been able to block elite pass rushers one on one, and they continuously put him out there against Xavier Thomas one on one, and I, I just don't understand it. Um, so you you got to correct that. We had no running game. You had no running game. And you have to give Clemson, their defense is elite, in my opinion. Now, maybe the defensive coordinator is not drawing up the right schemes, but their defense is elite. Um, To hold, you know, a very strong Florida State running game to, what, 20-something yards, that's, that's crazy. They, and they came out there hell-bent on stopping the run. And they was playing one-on-one with the receivers. And why you didn't throw more jump balls to um, the the big receivers that you have, I don't know. Um, For me, in the LSU game, I'm not sure if it was LSU or... 
I don't know. But you found something with that little two-back thing where Jaheim Bell is the lead blocker. You need to you need to have some kind of variation of that. The screens in particular, the screens were why I mean you you could have made a living on the traditional screen plays instead of those tunnel screens. But you know, I I guess I'm just nitpicking and I got like several different things that I want to talk about. Uh I will talk about Colorado. Um, you know, Dion is a Florida State guy, so I feel compelled to talk about that. Um but you know, I said that if we could get out of September 4 and 0, we got a chance. Cuz the schedule sets up very nicely. And I just think it's going to be very hard for Mike Norvell to get these guys to lock in. That's really the only if he can get these guys to lock in and stay focused. I I think you know we can we can run the table. We can run the table. And get to the ACC championship. Um, but that's that's going to be the issue. Is is keeping these guys motivated. Keeping them focused. Keeping them locked in. If he can do that. Then I don't, I don't see anybody else on this schedule. That's going to give us problems. Um, I, I want to see Duke against Notre Dame. And I can, I can better say. Okay. If Duke goes out there and beats Notre Dame. Then I can say. Okay. Duke is. A threat, a serious threat. Um, so we're gonna find out about Duke momentarily. Uh, Miami, um, Miami always starts out the year kind of hot. Then they lose to a team that they're not supposed to lose to. Then it's just like their team gives up. So we'll see what kind of effect Crystal Ball has. Um, on this team, on his team, um, you know, it to me it would be a great thing if Miami can quote unquote be back. You know, we're back is the is the the phrase. You know, getting South Florida on lock and getting all those other teams out of out of South Florida that have pipelines to South Florida would be an absolute tremendous thing and it's it's very alarming that you're seeing a lot of Miami players on the sidelines at Colorado Michael Irvin The Rock Warren Sapp I mean I mean I'm I'm not questioning Chris Chris uh Cristobal's acumen as a coach but Warren Sapp is arguably the greatest defensive tackle of all time. And I think his only competition is a current player, Aaron Donald. You know, those are the two best defensive tackles ever. And you're not you're not welcoming the knowledge that he could bring to the Miami Hurricanes. Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis hasn't been on the sideline at Colorado games, but it's just like you've got some kind of axe to grind against former players. I, I don't understand that. I guess I guess Crystal Ball is saying he don't want help from former players. Okay, that's fine. We'll we'll see how that turns out for Miami. Uh, the Florida Gators. I I don't know what to make of them yet. I got to see them against Georgia. Um, they beat Tennessee, and to me, the litmus test for them is Georgia. 
if they go out and they're very competitive against Georgia and it's a close game, then I would say Florida is a serious threat. But I, I say Duke, Miami, and Florida. And that's it. Um, I think all the other games, we should win. Um, I But I don't know which Florida State team is going to show up. Um, the LSU Florida State team or the Clemson uh, the the team that played against Clemson or the team against the, uh, the team that played against Boston College. I don't know who's going to show up, man. Um so that's to me when your team is inconsistent like that, that's coaching. That's coaching. You know, the one thing I will say about Kirby Smart down in Georgia, you don't you don't see you don't see lapses in effort. You don't see lapses in uh you know, players being locked in. You know, he to me, from the outside looking in, he constantly has the pulse of the team. And he's constantly pushing that button to get them to lock in and focus. And you know, if I can say one area that Mike Norvell needs to improve in, I would say is there. Um, I mean, other than that, I think the adjustments as far as offensive play calling have improved tremendously. Um, our defensive coordinator, I just sometimes I just don't know what he's doing because. How many times do Clemson have to run that little wheel route or angle route? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. For you to, to stop it. And I guess the adjustment was blitzing, which was a great adjustment to get Klubnik out of his comfort zone. But that adjustment should have came a lot sooner. Um... And I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be overly critical, but these adjustments have to come sooner in bigger games. Can we talk about Colorado for a minute? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Dion guy, so I'm going to pull for Dion and his team. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan. Um, I did watch the Oregon game and, um, I mean, they just got dominated. I mean, if anything, it's, it's, this should be an eye-opener for them. Um, I think offensively, you have to get the ball out of your quarterback's hands faster. That offensive line cannot hold up on a five-step drop. Uh, some kind of way, you're going to have to scheme it up so you can run the football, whether you have to put uh, a tight end back there and run counter or sweep or something. Your, your running back's going to need a lead blocker. Your offensive line is not good enough to push, you know, defensive linemen. Really, they haven't ran the ball well in any of their games. 
And you're going to have to get some semblance of a running game if you're going to have a successful season. Um, I don't think you can just drop back and think that your quarterback is going to just win the game every single week. Okay. Oregon showed that showed you that you can't do that. And you're getting to, you know, the heavier competition within your schedule. Defensively, um, yeah, Oregon just ran over you guys. So I think you're going to have to, you know, USC is going to try to spread you out and create mismatches. You're going to have to blitz. You know, to me, I would rather die, you know, going down. I would rather go down shooting than just standing still, you know, to to uh, create some. I mean, just to the analogy that I'm trying to create is, hey, if if I'm going to lose, I want it to be at my, you know, discretion. You know, I want it to be based off something I did not what they did to me. So I would blitz him. You know, I would put Carmonte McLean out there and just see what he can do as far as man coverage. You know, Travis J was not impressive at Florida State. I wish him the best, though. Um, Derek McClendon can't get off blocks. I wish him the best, though. Former Florida State guy. And I hope this team does well. I'm not one of these guys that's, or fans that is bitter about anything when it comes to Dion. Um, I wouldn't be a Florida State. I would probably be an Auburn fan today if it wasn't for Dion because it, growing up, it was Dion and Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson went to Auburn. Florida. I mean, Dion went to Florida State, and I just like Dion a little bit more than Bo Jackson. So if Dion never went to Florida State. You know, I would probably be a Bo Jackson fan. Um, so that's Dion is the reason why I'm a Florida State fan to this day. So I wish him the best as far as uh, getting his team to where he wants it to be. And um, I think they have a chance against USC. But at the end of the day, I think USC is going to win the game. I think their offense and Caleb Williams is just too prolific for their defense to handle. Now, it could potentially be a shootout. Um, like I said, I would blitz. I would blitz him. As soon as he got off the bus, I'm blitzing him. And, you know, part of the mistakes that you had last week was thinking that you could just line up and play with Oregon. Now, I, I just hope this was an eye-opener for you and you can see the talent gap between you and Oregon and probably you and USC. So when there's a talent gap, you know, guys going to have to play out of their minds, you know. And, you know, you're undersized on the defensive line. Your linebackers, to me, didn't want no part of that, that – um, that running game that Oregon was putting out there. Um, so for me, you know, I'm, I got to pick USC. I hate picking against Dion, but I just got to keep it real. I'm I'm going to go 42-21. Um, I think Colorado will have a better showing, and but I still think they lose at the end of the day. Um, 
And people say, well, why this this is the Gold Nose podcast. Why are you talking about Colorado? Anything significant to me that's related to Florida State, I'm going to talk about. And Dion is the greatest player to ever come through the program. I'm going to he's got Florida State, former Florida State players on his team. So I feel like it's just relevant to talk about it. Um, I'm not going to go too much further into it, but, you know, I think once Dion gets the offensive and defensive lineman, he's going to be all right. Um, so also Travis Hunter, he got hurt. I hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, you know, I see the fans, fans within college football. I mean, it can get very dark, very quickly. Like, you know, at the end of the day, these are young men that are playing a game for our entertainment. This is not life and death. You know, so I just think people just take this stuff too seriously. Um, Oregon State head coach Dan Lanning. You know, I don't have a problem with anything he said. Okay, but where was all the venom and anger when you played Georgia week one last season and you got throttled? Where was the passion then? Where was where was the speeches and all that stuff? Where was it at? I just want you, if you're going to act like that against Dion in Colorado, do it every week. When you play USC, when you play Washington, you know, and Washington State and all these other schools that are a little bit more formidable, I, I want that same passion. Right? It's 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 amazing that he he wasn't talking like that when they played Georgia last season, to my knowledge. Now I could be wrong. Maybe it's some YouTube videos out there of Dan Lanning going off before pre pregame about Georgia, but I think I would have seen it because I watched that game. I think I would have seen it, just like they showed it against Dean. I think they would have showed it against Georgia, or maybe he did say something, and that's why Georgia. Ran through him last season. So, I mean, you've got... Oregon is a great program. They've been recruiting at a high level for for God how long... How, you know, who 20 years? 23 years? Okay? They've been a great program for a long time. Okay? They got the, the, the billionaire Nike guy, uh, Phil Knight, behind them. They're a tremendous organization. I can't take anything away from them. And like, like I said, I don't have a problem with anything Dan Lanning said about that game and the pregame. I'm just saying, do it every week. So that's it. I'm 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 finished with that. Um Florida State, man. I, I just think. You, the coaches have to look at themselves and see and ask themselves, are we putting these guys in the right positions to succeed? Um, like I said earlier in the podcast, Darius Washington is not a tackle. He should not be playing tackle every time he goes. Every time they put him out there, go, if you haven't noticed and you go back and look at any of the tapes 
from any game that Darius Washington has played tackle. The defense, the opposing defense, puts their best pass rusher on Darius Washington because they know that as soon as the ball is snapped, Darius Washington is going to be on rollerblades. Now, I'm, I'm a novice in terms of breaking down film and all that stuff and just looking at stuff. I played football in high school. I know a little bit of stuff. But if I see that, if I see that every time he plays tackle, the opposing defense puts their very best pass rusher on him every single time. If I see that, Florida State's coaching staff should see that. He should not be playing tackle. When he he will play in the NFL because to me, he can be a very good center or a very good guard. I think last year he played center. I want to say he played center in the LSU game. I mean, he looked like a completely different offensive lineman. And I understand he's the most versatile offensive lineman that you have. But you can't keep putting him out there and putting his team at a disadvantage. Julian Armella has to see some playing time, man. I don't know what happened to Johnson, the dude from the transfer from Colorado. But, you know, what's the holdup with Julian Armella? He was a five-star recruit, and he just can't see any time for some reason. Um, he did get in in the uh, Southern Miss game, um, and I thought he looked good. Um, I realized Southern Miss is a lesser opponent in terms of talent, but um, I feel like Julian Armella came in with a lot of fanfare, a lot of hoopla. Why not put him out there and let him let's see what he can do against an Xavier Thomas? He can't do any worse than what Darius Washington did. Um, and let's let's be clear. I think, like I said earlier, I think Darius Washington, if he's playing guard or center, can be, I think, in my opinion, I think he could be an all-ACC type player at that position. Um, but when you put him at tackle, he's just not that athletic enough to stay in front of a, an elite pass rusher. He's just not. And I understand you putting him out there at that position because he's the most versatile lineman that you have, but we just have to be smarter. The coaching staff has to be smarter with their some of their personnel decisions. Um, so that's really it. Uh, other ways we can improve on defense. Um... I thought the run defense would be improved because you added the dude from Western Michigan, Fisk. And, you you know, Farmer has been a surprise. But, I mean, Clemson came out there hell-bent on running the football. And they pretty much, they pretty much, you know, ran it very well. I mean, Clemson has a very good offensive line. 
I feel like I feel like this. If Trevor Lawrence would have been the quarterback on that team, they would have won that game. If Deshaun Watson would have been the quarterback on that team, they would have won that game. Klubnik just he's inexperienced. I feel like if DJ would have been the quarterback on that team, they would have won that game. So, um, you know, we just got lucky. I'm not afraid to say that. A win is a win, but we got lucky, man. We had a lot of things fall our way in that game. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I, I guess we're getting to the easier part of the schedule per se, but these are the type of games that we lose. We lose the games that we're supposed to win. So, you know, I, this is where coaches earn their money. We got Virginia Tech next week, and <clears throat> this is where coaches earn their money. Um, so I'm really anxious to see how this team looks coming off a of bye week and, you know, what kind of intensity they're going to have in the running game. Because that last year that was a staple for Florida State was the running game. And I just thought this year we were going to be a run first type team. Um, I I thought Marquiston Douglas was going to be like one of the centerpieces of the run game from a lead blocker type deal. But you, I, we haven't really seen Marquiston Douglas a lot. We've been seeing a lot of Number 84, I don't know his name, and Jaheim Bell. So, I mean, what has Marquise and Douglas been reduced to? Because I thought he was going to be one of the X factors on the offense. Um, the secondary is still a question mark to me. Um, Knowles has been okay. Um I forget the man's name, number eight. On the other side, he's been okay. Uh, safeties have been decent. But, I mean, I thought we would have a better pass rush. Jared Verse has not come on yet in these first four games. Um, but I guess, you know, when you watch tape, it's going to be a point of emphasis to block him because we know he can be dynamic at times. I thought Patrick Payton has looked good and he flashes. He's not very consistent in terms of making plays. That's not a knock on him. I just would like to see him dominate more because he has shown that in spots he can, you know, dominate. I mean, he might he might have the best, you know, um, he might be the best pass rusher in terms of Ben coming around coming around the corner on our team. Um, but I'm thankful to be 4-0. I'm glad we got the Clemson Albatross from uh off our necks. I think that um, you know, we got some hard games coming up. I think we can be good until I want to see what Duke does against Notre Dame. Then I can better evaluate Duke and say, hey, this is going to be an opponent that is going to give us problems. But Duke is well coached. They've got good talent. And <clears throat> I, I'm predicting that Duke will be in the ACC championship, not Miami. 
Um, we we go through this every year with Miami, just like we go through this every year with the Cowboys. They start off great, then they lose to somebody that they're not supposed to lose to, and that pretty much ruins their season. So I'm just waiting for the ball to drop, per se, for Miami. Um, Florida Gators, I mean... The Miami game and the Florida game are going to be hard games just because it's a rivalry, but I just think at the end of the day we're going to make enough plays in those games to get through those guys. But I want them to keep winning so when we play them they'll be ranked and you know, hopefully we can come out on top. I think we will. Um, I think we have better talent than both of those teams. I think we're better coached than both of those teams and – um, I think we can make a playoff run. I really feel like we can make a playoff run, man. Um, but we gotta, we gotta be motivated. We gotta be consistent. We got to want it. That's really, the, you know, the thing. We have to want it. The team has to want it. I think the fans want it more than ever. But the team, the players, they have to want it, and. Hopefully they can get it done, man. Um, Jordan Travis, uh, better decisions in the Clemson game. Um, I really, I would really like to see a little bit more out of the screen game to Tua Philly. I think that could be a major staple in the offense. I would like to see Marquise and Douglas as a lead blocker for Trey Benson. I think that could help us out tremendously. And defensively, when they started blitzing, we we were able to make some plays. You know, score a touchdown. So I would I would love to see more of that. Um so like I like I said earlier, I'm a novice in terms of playbook and breaking down film and all that stuff. I really don't do I don't really do a whole bunch of that, but I just watch the games and I say, hey, this is wide open. You know, if you're doing something well, keep doing it until your opponent can stop it. So um hopefully against Virginia Tech we can do that. Um that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast flat platforms. And as always, go nose.